Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey everybody, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. Thank you for downloading, streaming, or listening to the Holderness Family Podcast. However it is that we are in your ear holes, we are thankful. That's a great term. Ear hole? Does that make it like a little... I don't know. Okay. This is our podcast. Yeah. I do know in the beginning when we would post the link to our podcasts on Facebook, people are like, why can't I see it? I'm like, no, oh, it's just for your ears. So in the beginning, it was mostly Southern people that sound like my dad <laughs> who were listening to it. Sorry. I don't know why I default to for people with technical no. issues go to your dad. I'm sorry. Hey, uh, we want to start by thanking you guys. Yes. This is like a really, this has been a really cool week for us and it was thanks to you guys. Yes. So our book, Everyone Fights, So Why Not Get Better At It, which we worked so hard on and we're so proud of. It was chosen to be the Audible Daily Deal and we were number one on Audible for two days. Which was bonkers because there was a picture of us Next in front of Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. And by the way, his book's amazing. His Audible is unbelievable. The reason why we went ahead of him is because you got to buy our book for like two dollars yeah but i'll That's take why. it yeah. now, and now we're like nine or ten but we are still up there and that is because of you and we thank you and we what we really hope is that if you listen to it in the in the audio version of our book it is the book plus you know pen brought his guitar and it, we we tell some other stories so there's some extra stuff in the audio version we just really hope it helps you and your relationships and you know even if you have a good one we hope it you know helps you yeah. become a great one and we're so glad that that a lot of people discovered it this week thanks mm-hmm. to thanks to you guys letting them know yeah it reaffirmed that like okay maybe this wasn't a giant waste of time putting um, this together. it never was a waste of time i, I know you know what i mean no i don't, I don't. okay so <laughs> i don't think it was a waste of time either i just you know we did this we did this promotion we did this rollout and a lot of people bought it which was great and then just it, it kind of went out of mind and i was like oh man 
No, no, no. I, oh, okay. I understand what you you're know saying. You know what I'm talking about, Yeah, we right? were on the yeah. Today Show and we made like all these fancy lists and it was amazing. And then people, then you get out, then you like move on move with, on your, with li- your life. You move on with your life. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, and we even, well, we will go days without thinking about or talking about it. So I understand what you're saying. Okay. But now it's our podcast. And remember to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review if you can. Here's a recent review from Jason. My wife and I love listening to your podcast as we're doing our tours around the house. I know you have busy lives, but I'm over here waiting for the next episode. I can't wait. Well, Jason, get your laundry ready. Get your broom out. Maybe a little dust buster because we've got a new episode right now. Yes, we do. And this week's episode is inspired by... A recent TikTok trend uh, that my wife uh, is, I'm sure, aware of because what is your average TikTok usage on a daily basis? It, in the evening, it helps me. It helps my mind kind sure. of unravel. But people were answering this question saying, what is one small, unimportant decision that made you change, that changed the whole trajectory of your life? Yeah, like a butterfly effect thing, right? Yeah. And I thought I was thinking about that and I was talking to Penn and I don't know that I have one small decision that made a dramatic change. I feel like my life is just the accumulation of a lot of small decisions. But more than that, you and I talked about how many big decisions we made. Like yeah. that was more substantial. It's like we we had to do a lot of big things in our life. We did. And a lot of them were scary. And most of these, we were unsure of what the outcome was going to be when we made them. And now we can, of course, look back and see what the outcome was. But if you're interested in our history, this is really going to tell a lot about it. And I th- I hope in talking about these things, because there are some goofy ones too, some silly decisions we made. Um, I think right now why this conversation might be helpful for people, because I think there are a lot of people I'm reading about, listening to, and even in my own circle sure. that are just in this mood to make a big change. Uh, we have friends who've been laid off that are finding whole new lines of work. I, I'm reading about entire families that are have decided, you know what, Let we're going into debt for this big, huge, huge house we don't need. Let's go live in an RV and travel the country and do online school and work online and make our lives way more simple to do that. So there's a lot of people making big, huge changes right now. And I just think it's really admirable. It's really scary. Yeah, it's really, really scary, but it's really admirable. Yeah, some of these decisions have been forced upon people. There are things right. they've had to do. Some people, like our, our neighbor was just like, you know what? I've been working for the same company for 20 years. I'm done. Yeah. And he just stopped. And so there are big decisions going on in life. So let's talk about, I think I wrote about 20 of these down. Okay. We're not going to harp on all of them forever. Right. But I saw these as kind of the major forks in, a, in the road in our lives. And some of them are before we met. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to add things, go ahead. But this is this okay. is a list I've gotten. I'd I love, love it when Ken makes it. a list. Yeah. It's pretty hot. Right. right. And, and I'm sure the Mr. Rogers cardigan I'm wearing right oh now gosh, is really guys, doing it for you. Can I set the you. scene real quick? Go for it. We are up in the attic where we record this podcast yeah. and keeps a little cooler up here. Oh, yeah. So right now he is wearing my grandfather's cardigan. They're coming back in style. Thanks, Tay-Tay. Okay. Taylor Swift. Okay. um, So I started with something that you talked about a lot was your decision for what uh, school you were going to go to, which really kind of shaped the direction in your life. Mm -hmm. Right. I remember you telling me that you had a choice between Florida and Northwestern and what happened? I grew up in Florida and I really wanted to get out of Florida to go to college. I 
got into Northwestern, got a partial scholarship, but it was still so insanely expensive. My parents were going to be able to do some, but not nearly at all. So I was looking at going to college, an amazing school, an amazing journalism program, but leaving in a lot of debt far away from my family. Um, And then I made, and I tell the story to Lola as she's a freshman in high school already talking about where to go to school. I applied at the last minute and went to the University of Florida. They also had a great journalism program. But just my lesson to her is a great school is great for the connections you make, maybe. But you can get a good education any everywhere. You don't have to leave in debt. And I think it set me on a different path. I, I, I do think I would have met you in the same way. I do think we would have met eventually, but it kind of, the stars aligned for me to meet people who introduced me to you mm-hmm. and it kept me in Florida, which is where we met. So I think that it's that whole, everything happens for a reason, but it, that was a big decision for a 17 year old to make. For sure. I mean, Florida is a great school, but Northwestern is a great school as well. It's, I mean, Northwestern, I mean, let's not even pretend like it's a private fancy university i think that if you have that on your resume people are way more impressed than you know a state school um but i just i decided you know i needed to be realistic about financially where i could possibly be and especially starting as a reporter where you're starting jobs like thirteen thousand dollars a year (laughs) yeah Um, yeah so that was my decision and um will be my advice to my kids that they should not at the beginning of their earning years go into debt to pay for college okay so the next one, speaking of jobs that don't pay very well, um, I had a, I had a decision I had to make about three weeks into my first job um, in television. I was making $13,000 a year. I was working in Grand Junction, Colorado, and the news director pulled me into his office after two and a half, three weeks. Can't remember how long it was. I was feeling pretty good about myself. I was like, you know what? I'm pretty funny. I'm doing some funny punchlines. I made up some, some punchlines like those sports center guys. I'm really, I'm, I'm really knocking it out of the park, not realizing that most of our audience was like 60 years and above, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, CBS station in a retirement community. And he was like, I don't think that you are in the right job. Mm. I think that you should consider a change of of employ. Um, I cannot, I don't have cause to fire you right now, but I think you um, might want to consider quitting and moving on to something else. Cause we just did a focus group on you and your scores were the lowest I've ever seen. I had never lowest heard, I've ever seen. I had never heard this story before. So I, I do want to dig into this. I mean, I've got some little video of myself. And at the time I thought I was killing it. Like the, the cute co-anchor girl was laughing at me every time I said something. So I was like, wow, I'm good at this. And it turned out that wasn't the reason. Maybe it was nervous why. laughter. Yeah, I, I, maybe. But I was like, someone would hit a home run and I would say something like smackaroni and cheese. Or like it was some stupid catchphrase that was clearly coming from like a 21 year old. And I did it over and over again. And um, it just, it was not playing well with the audience. And it was a huge ego check. Because first of all, I'd never had anyone tell me how to do this. But just to have someone pull me into my office. And I, like, look, I graduated from Virginia. All my other friends were in finance jobs. They were making six-figure salaries. I was making thirteen grand a year. And a guy pulled me into the office and said, you suck. I, I, I do want to unpack this a little bit. Do you think that perhaps you were not being well-received because you were trying to be to imitate a style that wasn't authentically you? 1000% yes. Okay. You don't even have to, that's unpacked. That was what I was doing. I was trying to be like all the guys I saw on ESPN, but 21 years old, you know, I mean, no one wants to see that. I understand that now. 
Um, do you, did you change your delivery after that? Yeah. It was, first, I did it begrudgingly at first. I was not happy. I was. I, I, I kind of felt like I was reading the um, the obituaries for the few days after. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it took some time. That's the bottom line. Is it took some time. It took about a year for me to do it. And then when my boss, who I found out later on, was making me do a lot of stuff that I wasn't supposed to do. So thanks, appreciate that. But he got fired for saying something really dumb on TV. Mm. Do you know what it was? I don't think we should repeat it. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's not a bad word. Oh, he said he thought it would be funny to say, Hey, good evening. I'm happy to announce that the WNBA season is finally over and now on to sports. (gasps) Yes. Fire him. Okay. Right. So I was there when he did it the next morning. He called me. He's like, I got fired. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't hire anybody for, maybe two months after that. This always happens in small markets. So I worked 60 straight days without a break. I would like to say that I'm proud of you for not giving up. Yeah. And I think that says so much even about our our motto within our marriage and what we do for a living has always been we bet on ourselves. Yeah, And we have been so much more successful when we tell stories in our own voice and when we create silly little videos on the internet and anytime we've tried to really like work for other people it's not been as successful so like being the most authentic you is probably like the first of many times you've had to had to do that yeah i mean the the biggest thing that i learned from it was i was i was really pushing my dream and my passion instead of letting it come to me and i was being very impatient I think that that kind of goes with an ADHD profile and someone who's not making a lot of money and trying to like catch up with all of his friends. I was trying to do like a thousand funny things in one script. Yeah. And it was, I was pushing it. I wasn't it makes it me in. like as a mom and because your son, he's my son too, is so much like you personality wise. And I can think it's like the thought of somebody saying to him, like you should quit your job or you should, you're not cut out for this makes me really sad. Well, I, I couldn't have kept going the way I was. Mm-hmm. I, I really was not good. I mean, my parents said I was great and my grandparents said I was great. And they're like, we've never seen anything like this. It's so different from, but it was, it was not what they wanted. I wasn't fulfilling the job description. Okay. So I've got uh, the decision for you to move to Orlando. That's probably more a a, a tiny fork in the road. I can pass. Yeah, I don't know. I was in West Palm beach and desperate to get out of there and uh, loved the city. um, But I needed to get out of the station. And that literally was like a job opening. Yeah. It was like, just hire me. Right. Yes. But that's where we met. So that was like a big, that was a, a no duh, like career move, but it, an amazing life move. Well, the reason I brought that up is I, cause I wanted the next one is the decision for me to go to this thing at the mall of millennium. It's mall the, millennia of the millennium Falcon. Yes. Um, sorry. The mall of, of millennia. Yes. Not the millennia. I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter. Okay. It was some sort of millennial Yes. Mall. And the guy who talked me into going was the same guy who talked you into moving to Orlando. Yes. We had played golf that day. He was like, um, you know, bring a change of clothes. We'll, um, cause it was right by his house. We'll, we'll head down there. And so, um, that was a tiny decision, but that was when I got to have like a three minute plus conversation with my future wife. And if I hadn't gone, like who knows she was a catch. She, I was not the only person who was interested in her. Wait, that's by, I'm sorry, what? You watch your paper. And so now I'm with this woman who I absolutely love, who constantly reminds me when I'm making 
noise. Extra noise. <laughs> no, I love this. So that's, and then we tell the story in our book. It's like one of the first things we should talk about is like how we met and how we saw each other at this like free PR appointment. or Free food. Free, there was free food at a mall event. And that's how I saw him. And I'm like, gosh, he is so cute. I would, I will tell anybody that is trying to do PR for any company ever, just offer free food and send a news release and say there'll be free food bonus for like cheap Chardonnay and plastic cups. Reporters will show up. Yeah. Anyway. Because they make less money than you think. Yes. And they need dinner. Anytime okay. I told anyone how much I made as a, as a, anyway. Um, okay. So the, the story goes on that we, we meet each other. We begin dating. We, um, we fall in love. I go to see her brother in Sarasota and say that I'm going to ask her to marry me kind of an old fashioned thing that uh, people still do, which I'm happy to hear. And he wanted to celebrate. So I went to this place and had a couple of beers and he gave me a deep fried hot dog. And my decision to eat that hot dog, it's called salty dog, um, as a kind of a seal the deal kind of celebration led to me Um, that was a decision that led to me specifically crapping my pants in a blockbuster video the next day decision. So again, butterfly effect. Yeah. Marriage, hot dog, poop. Yeah. Blockbuster. And what I learned there and you always say is, is don't trust the fart. Don't trust the fart. So that was a little decision on the way to our our marriage when I ate a deep fried hot dog. Yeah. And also Um, we, we, with every one of these decisions, with every one of these decisions, there's a takeaway. Right. Mm-hmm. There's with your with your decision to not quit after being told this isn't for you. You learned, you know, I have to be more authentic, authentically myself. Yeah. This decision to eat a deep fried hot dog. We've learned to wear binding underwear. Yes. Anything out of a boxer for at least short. Three days. <laughs> Tiny. Not, not boxer shorts and certainly not sock free Birkenstocks. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> then, uh, oh my gosh. Um, oh. So we're. <laughs> so you got on your foot. I know. <laughs> I kind of shook it off. Oh and then it landed on the floor, and I was like, I got to go. I can't. I'm not. What am I going to report myself? They'd probably like, what if they called the cops? You're like, I just crapped myself over in the science fiction section. I mean, luckily, the store completely closed down. Uh, Maybe that's why Blockbuster. That is the butterfly effect. So I ate the hot dog. (laughs) I crapped my pants in a Blockbuster. Someone found it. And shut it down. And they were already a little financially iffy because, you know, people were starting to stream videos. And Netflix and DVDs. And I'm responsible for the end of Blockbuster Video. We have found the butterfly effect. That's why this is. If a fun you were activity. in Lake Mary uh, Blockbuster back in 2004, <laughs> and you stepped in a pile, uh, wasn't a pile, but anyway, let's. We should totally move let's on. move on. Okay, so we get married. We moved to New York. Kim gets a job at Inside Edition. I get a job at ABC Sports. Those were no brainers. Those I, I I don't call those big decisions. Yeah. Um. Some of the big decisions were leaving those jobs. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. I uh the the. I did it again. When I went to work for ABC sports, I was trying to be too much like the person instead of being myself. Mm-hmm. And I was being impatient and it didn't come across for what they wanted mm-hmm. at that, at that station. And so they actually, they, they benched me. They paid me not to work for like a year and a half, which sounds ideal, but for, no, ego, terrible. yeah, but for a, a human being with a normal ego, that's yeah. really hard. I, I just, I was pushing it. I wasn't being patient. I should have been a lot more neutral. I wasn't, the end well and also i just i think i was starting to learn that i didn't want to do like traditional 
broadcasting, right. um, which I'm actually okay with at this point. But they offered me, um, instead of benching me, they offered me an anchor job, which when I was in college, anchoring ESPN was the the crown jewel. That was the per- like the perfect opportunity. They offered me the job. Uh, and I, part of me wanted to take it. I talked to Kim. Um, I wanted to take your feelings into effect because we were living in New York city and that was already pretty cold for you. Mm-hmm. And they wanted us to move to Bristol, Connecticut, which is colder and more desolate and half the pay, right? Uh, for, it was going to be for less money and it was going to be 3 AM. It was like the 3 AM shift. Yeah. So it was not, not a great idea. Um, and so we decided not to t- take that job together. Um, and I was just going to keep working in New York and try to kind of hustle for work while you worked for inside edition. But then you made a decision a couple of months later that you were going to leave that job. So important to know that they like brought him up to Connecticut to basically tell him they didn't want him to work anymore. Well, I already knew that. Take, take it or leave it. Like we have this, we have this position at 3am for half the money and you come here or you're gone. And he walked in the door of our little New York City apartment just looking deflated and that is the day I don't know if you remember oh no I was gonna get to that that I found out that I was pregnant yeah and so he was like I basically don't have a job anymore and I was holding a pregnancy test and but we made that decision first yes and then and then you were like hey <laughs> also I know this is a huge responsibility that you're basically unemployed but I'm also pregnant. So, um, yeah. So fast forward, baby continued to grow and turn into a human being. And I went back to work after a short maternity leave to inside edition, which was a really fun job. Um, but a lot, it's a lot. And at the time it was a ton of travel. I don't, I don't think they're traveling as much anymore, but it's a ton of travel. Mostly to find, uh, like, like fingers, fingers and hot dogs. And I, I was like the, and they would literally say, can you swing by Texas? I'm like, you guys, do you do know that I'm New York in, and Texas? Yeah. And they're like, at one time I was boarding a flight to Houston. They're like, don't do that. Can you go swing by, go, go swing by Dallas. And then could you make the flight back? If you, I'm like, Dallas and Houston are not close. This is not a swing by situation. Um, and they're like, swing by Florida on your way back. It was, there was a lot of swinging by. Anyway, so I had this cute little, like, I think Lola was probably seven or eight months old and my contract was coming up. And I was like, I think I'm done. Like, I think I'm done swinging by states. And it was really hard because for a lot of people, they work you know, pretty hard to get a job that I think at that level. And there are people who've worked there for decades. Yeah. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. And so I turned to you and you were happy with this. I was like, okay, now you need to get the job. And you did. Yeah. So the next step first, so it's, it's two no's to jobs in New York. And I think what we learned in that was what we thought was the the ultimate pinnacle of our relate of our professional careers isn't really what we thought it was. Mm-hmm. We thought it would be holding a job in New York or LA mm-hmm. and being in the epicenter of that industry. Mm-hmm. And we both we walked away from it either because we didn't like it, you, or because we kind of sucked at it, me. <laughs> That's um, not true. And anyway, um, wait, I, 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 this one's out of order, so we're going to skip this one. Yeah. Um, so we moved to back to North Carolina, which was a humbling decision for me when you're working at ESPN and then you go to become like a local sports anchor. Mm -hmm. Um, no one wants to go in that direction. They all, you know, when they're 
they want they want to move in one particular direction um but that place from day one said what do you want to do do it like yeah. you build the mold don't feel like you have to fit the mold and it what so i just to paint the picture for people who aren't in that and you you just explained it but i will reiterate it if you're working on the national level it is a bit of an ego check mm-hmm. to think life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs learn more at uh1.com hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain, if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to talkspace.com/holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to talkspace.com/holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80. and to show your support for the show. That's talkspace.com/holderness with code SPACE80. Go back down to the local level, which is what Penn did, and he did it because I asked him to, and he did it because he had a wife and a baby, and I wanted I I needed to not be at my I didn't care where he got a job, I just needed for him to be the one with the job and then I would find a job in whatever town it took us to. Um so it was very it was very humbling but I do attribute that decision for the life we have now. 100%. Be- because they let you do all they let you be yourself in a way that no other place did and that opened us up for to do like this silly music videos and all that. It gave you kind of practice. You could do series and things like you would pitch things and they'd be like, "Okay," and you could just do them and that's kind of now what we do every single day. Yeah, the we I mean the, the biggest hits which I wasn't expecting. I always thought, "Okay, I'm going to move back to Raleigh and I'm, everyone's going to want me to talk about college basketball, Carolina and Duke." You know, that's kind of how I was raised. But the things that I got the best known for were all based on kids. Mm-hmm. And I think it's cuz that was you know that was what we were in that was the the stage we were in in our lives. I did a lot of youth sports features. I tried to make them funny, I tried to make them interesting. Um I I uh, my first viral video, you can look this up on YouTube, actually wasn't Christmas jammies. It was uh doing the highlights of an NCAA basketball tournament 
where there's these rules where you can't use the highlights mm -hmm. if it's not on your network. So you can just show a scoreboard. And this was Duke playing. So I don't certainly do not want to just put a scoreboard up. Mm -hmm. So we, <laughs> Kim and I went through um, on dinner break. We went through uh, Lola's playroom and got a bunch of her dolls. Mm -hmm. I took them back to the station and I made it look like the dolls were playing basketball on the studio floor and I edited it together and I showed the highlights. And at this time, this was a big number. It got, I think like 50,000 views in a day. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was on NPR and all the other sports guys were like, what did you just do? Why is that? What's going on? But they let really, me be myself. But, well, it was for me, who's not a sports fan. It was a really funny, inventive way to show highlights. Like I watch those highlights more than I watch actual game highlights. So I think it let you know that like, you were you were just on to something. Yeah. Um, these are a little bit out of order, but I'm going to go. The next one I'm going to go to mm -hmm. is going to be the decision to not have another baby. Oh, after our son. We after should mention, our son. We should mention. We had two. We had two. Yes. The decision to not have a third baby. And this could uh, we I've been asked this question about once every two weeks. Sure. Especially because like there's a lot of YouTubers who have 47 kids. Right. About why we decided to not have another baby. I always pictured us with three kids. Um, that when PC was probably about a year and a half or two years old, we kind of talked about it. But I still wasn't fully recovered from the postpartum depression anxiety that I had walked through. Which you didn't know you had. Which, well, right, when you're in the cloud, when it's that bad and you're in the cloud of it, right, it, you can't really name it sometimes. And then by the time he was four and I was definitely out of it and he was in a preschool class and at that point I was nearing 40. I was, no, 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 I was like 30. You were nearing eight. it. I was 38, 30. And I was like, it's now, like we do this now or we we just enjoy this. And I think we both decided that to start over again with a baby and take the chance. And I started to get anxious even thinking about having the postpartum issues. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Two kids is just enough. <laughs> We're good. I wanted you to be the one to make that decision because it's your body mm -hmm. and um, you were the one growing this child. And let's be honest, you're the head of the household. Like you should have the final say on this. If you wanted to, if you really, I, I like to think that if you really wanted to have one, I would have let you but I don't think I would have let you. Mm -hmm. I think I would have. In fact, I kind of put my foot down a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, not, I mean, you, you had agreed as well. Maybe putting your foot down is the wrong yeah, that's not thing the right to say. Way. Yeah. I would have put my foot down. Yeah, there, there's very little foot feet being put down well, in our marriage. But I, yeah. I, here's, here's what happened. At one point, you, you, you voiced some regret maybe a few years later. Like, man, we really, really, you know, I kind of imagine having three kids. And I, sometimes I have to remind you because I was the third party witness to how much anguish that PPD put you through. Mm -hmm. It was tough. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, so I think it was meant to be. And then, uh, you know, uh, I was surgically guaranteed. Right. And that. that is the other thing. I think PC was like three and we got the vasectomy and I was like, well, just reverse it. <laughs> no. Yeah. And so fun. And then that, I think that is when I did say, Hey, you don't want this. Yeah. You don't remember this. You it's, isn't there some sort of like pregnancy amnesia or like birth amnesia that women. Oh have yeah. Sometimes? I mean, there would be no advancement of the civilization if we, if women remembered in every detail what all that is like. No, that's not true. Cause some women really, they feel better when they're pregnant. Like, I don't know what that is. They really enjoy <laughs> the newborn stage. Like, I don't, I've, I've heard about those people. I've, I've never met one, but I've heard of them. 
Okay, we're coming up on a big decision here. Mm -hmm. um, the, the decision uh, for me to quit my job and join Kim and the company that she had founded. That was a big fork in the road, guys. Yeah, that's probably the biggest one. Mm -hmm. Don't you think? I mean, that's the one we get asked about the most. Um, we had a few months savings, not a lot. Mm -hmm. We sat down and looked at our lives and you know calculated what's the minimum we could get away with with mortgage and cars and food and pay for preschool how how long we could survive i had some clients so we did you know video production and media training and social media marketing whatever that meant 13 years ago and i i knew that we could cover the minimum and you were just were never. We had two kids, and you were never seeing them with your job. And that's not the life. That's not why we moved here. I mean, that's we moved and simplified our life so you could be, so that we both could be active in our children's lives. So um, it was so scary. And to think about it now, I can't believe we did it. But it goes along with the theme of just betting on ourselves. Yeah. And it ended well. I mean, the next thing as we were quitting, we put out our first video. It took off. Our career became our career path became clear for the first time or at least clearer. Like this is this is a path to us working together, enjoying what we do, maybe even building something because it was scary beforehand. But man, Lola told me a story last week that. She, I mean, kids remember stuff, right? Mm -hmm. She said, I, I, I went by to say goodnight to her. And she goes, you don't always come by to say goodnight. I'm like, well, sometimes you come in to see me, but I always try to make it a point to say goodnight. And she said, do you remember um, when you worked at the TV station? There was this one night that I was like sitting under my covers waiting for you to come in and you had to go by and do something else and you didn't come in. And, uh, you know, I'd stayed awake and I think maybe you had told, you had said that I was asleep. Mm -hmm. And so you didn't go in. And so I just stayed in there and I cried all night. Gosh. I'm like, Lola, <laughs> why would she tell that to you? Uh, I don't know. But I went to bed with some melancholy in my heart uh, because I don't know if you remember, I would sprint upstairs to go see those kids. Yeah. When I got done with dinner. He would wake, wake them up to say goodnight. Yeah. But they, I mean, unhealthy. They, yeah. No, but I mean, anyway, it's the only time you got to see him. So that story, I could be working at Starbucks right now. And that story confirms that I made the right decision, having nothing to do with any success. Right. But I wasn't there for my kids enough. Right. So oh, that's a little manipulative. Lola. <laughs> <laughs> like parents can't be all things for you, sweet cheeks. I know <laughs> to quote a very funny comedian. When are you bleeping done with your kids? <laughs> I love our kids, but yeah. dang. Um, all right. So uh, the decision to make a video about it, that's, I mean, I guess that's to make a video about our new job. That's pretty well documented. Yeah. And, and what I think I'll, we, I think people have, I'm going to use English now. Mm -hmm. People have reached out to us with some frequency, knowing the career path we chose and to bet on ourselves. And especially now we're getting a lot of questions about how to build a platform and how to do this stuff because either they've been forced into a decision or trying to make a career change. Mm -hmm. And this is the lesson we learned from posting a video that went viral and then the next video not going viral right. and the next 20 not going viral is that it's a slog yeah. <laughs> to build a business or a digital is an or a digital platform. It takes for most people, a really long time, and it's a lot, a lot of work. 
So if you are trying, if you're changing careers or starting a digital business, um, I would just caution you, don't, don't give up. If it's something you're really passionate about, it it is just, it takes a really long time. Yeah. And, fa- and, and try not to lose that passion. Cause a lot of times when you look at the things that do hit big, they are passion projects. They are mm-hmm. works that show how much someone is loving, enjoying or feeling something. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, all right. So kind of going down that direction, uh, we made a decision shortly thereafter to basically stop everything except this sort of video making nonsense. We were um, doing pilots for broadcast television. We were consulting and helping make videos for other brands. Uh, and you know, this was a scary decision because this wasn't the direction we were going to go th- with. But Kim, I think you're the one who once again said, hey, this is a full time job. Mm-hmm. We need to do this full time. And that was that was several years after we made our first video. Yeah, after Christmas jammies. I mean, we went to work for other people. The the things that paid the bills were us doing marketing plans and videos for other companies in which you didn't see us. And it worked. It was fine. It worked. But I just felt like we could do it ourselves. Like we need to bet on ourselves. Yeah. So here's some other things. Um, we, uh, we had a couple of good years. We were able to, I, I didn't fit in our shower ever mm-hmm. cause I'm a, a giant. So we, um, and the cost to fix our shower cause it was in a weird place was like a hundred thousand dollars or something. So we're like, forget it. We're just going to move. So mm-hmm. we got a new house. Oh, let's talk about your decision to go with a yellow dining room area with a yellow table and yellow chairs and yellow walls and yellow lights. So guys, not all of the big decisions in our life are really that impactful. But yes, I I, I just was really feeling like this yellow gold thing. Mm-hmm. And I went, I even like lacquered a dining room table yellow. I've since donated it. I'm turning the dining room into an office. That was a good decision. It's yeah. Beautiful anyway. Now. Okay. Moving on. Sorry. I was trying to do a, some comic relief on these decisions. <sighs> You're not really feeling that one, so we can move on. Um, there was a decision to get marriage counseling that is a big part of our book mm-hmm. that I think was a fantastic decision and not a small decision uh, and a, a tough one for a lot of people, right? I think that it was interesting conversation. I I think I presented it to you as if, hey, you go to a tennis instructor to get help if you're, I don't play tennis or might use some tennis words if your backhand needs help or if you just want to play better you go to a coach why wouldn't you go if you want a better marriage why wouldn't you go get help before it's a disaster and so that decision to to have some guidance on conversations that did change the path of our life yeah the moment that i I mean, I'm glad you said that, but you know how guys are. We're just very stubborn. You have to have sort of a self-realization in order to really make the decision. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was two things. One was I kept being told that it's not what I'm saying. It's the way that I'm saying it. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard for the person who's saying it to actually recognize and see and hear. Mm-hmm. And the second thing was when you were so convinced that I wasn't saying things the right way that you wanted to start tape recording our conversations. And that was, that scared me. That was, uh, that was like, wait, wait, are we at the point now where my wife is saying the way I'm talking, talking to her so bad that she's going to buy like, I don't know, like a little mini cassette. I don't know, maybe an no, iPhone I just or whatever. My iPhone, yeah. and, and tape what it was. Uh, it, 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 to me, it signified a lack of 
awareness and control, which I don't like to have. I like to have awareness and I like to have control. Um, and so with a little bit of trepidation and, uh, reluctance, we did go do it. And it's pretty amazing how quickly, like all of the fears and, uh, concerns that you have sort of melt away when you first meet that person, particularly our person, because he was a, a, a very easy person to talk to. And, um, it wasn't about finding fault. And I think pretty quickly I learned that there are ways for me to, I learned in a very loving way, like, Hey, there's, there's better ways to say this, not, Hey, you're being a bleep hole, but here's some better ways to say it. Mm-hmm. It was presented in a nice way. So that was a, I think that was a good decision. I have here a, dis- and I completely forgot about this decision until today, a decision not to move to California. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Like we were seriously talking about moving to California. There were all of the, all of these meetings that we were taking with social media groups and all of these creators were in this community in California. Well that, and I just enjoy the state of California. Oh yeah. I it's love awesome. Being, I love being by the water. I love the energy and the weather and there were a lot of, and I don't, I I mean, I didn't really have ties to North Carolina. My family, I mean, your family's here. They're, they're my family too. Yeah. So, but I didn't feel like a real sense of connection here. So I felt, and I, I have always felt more at home there. We looked at houses. Um, we, you know, we were looking at schools and houses, our kids weren't fans of it, but they were in elementary school. I'm like, Oh, they'll forgive us. They'll get over it. And then that what we kind of came to was our life here Raleigh is great it's a great place to raise a family and it is so simple and there was no job that I needed to report to in California I just wanted to be there so I just kind of said listen our kids love it here they're thriving here this is such a tiny blip in our timeline of having these kids here and it's and it is such a simple life. Let's just stay here until they leave the nest, and then we'll figure it out. And then we'll figure out where to be. And I think reframing it and also goes for what happened this summer, which is like we devoted our summer to our kids' sports endeavors, is that we only have a few years with them. We only have a few summers with them. Let's let's do this for them, and then the next phase of our life gets to start. So what do you think you learned from that decision? There's a time and a place for everything. Yeah. And we got time. Yeah. And that there's, I mean, we don't take any of this for granted, especially after the last year and a half, but that it is okay. (laughs) Um, it is okay to just take the simple route. I mean, this is the simple life and it is, and I'm so glad we did especially in this pandemic to have the wide open spaces we have and to have, I think that North Carolina handled the pandemic really well and to have the option of, I don't know. I just, I I actually liked North Carolina a lot more in the last, you know, 18 months. Um, Oh, this was like, this was a good pandemic place. Yeah. I think, you know, it, it was big enough that people were able to provide us food. It was, spread out enough that you could go out and walk around the, the neighborhood and there wasn't mm-hmm. going to be like a, a ton of hot spots. You know, it, it wasn't bad. And honestly, the, 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 it was like the best weather ever. Yeah. And so I, I, I don't know that California is 
going to be where we end up now or ever, but um, I'm glad we're here. And all these kind of big decisions, big and small, let us here. And you can't be mad about that. So we're done with our conversation. <laughs> that was that was us. We were talking about us a lot. I apologize. But we're hoping that if you were listening, you were thinking about big decisions that you'd made and what would have happened if you didn't make them. And maybe most importantly, what you have learned from those decisions. And have there been in your life, Penn, have there been bad decisions you've made? Oh, yeah. Like what? There's I mean, a, besides the salty dog. So when I was 14 years old, the week before I got my Eagle Scout badge, mm-hmm. a guy dared me to st- steal a slinky from this like toy store in the mall. I've never heard this story. And I, and, I, and I put it in my pocket and the lady at the front of the store was like, can I help you with anything? I'm like, no, I'm good. I tried to walk out. She's like, starting to empty your pockets. I got caught shoplifting when I was 14 years old on a dare. So she like publicly embarrassed me like pulled it out of my pocket. There were like a bunch of people at our mall. They're all pointing to me. I got sent to the back area, Ooh. like the storage area. She called my mom. My mom. I could, you're like, no, just call the cops. Don't call my mom. I, I was like, yeah, put me in jail. I don't care. Just don't call my mom. So I could hear her crying. She came to pick me up. The next day I had to come back with like a written apology for the lady who ran the store. All to say, like, why am I stealing a slinky? I didn't I need it. It was a peer pressure thing, right? Yeah. It was the dumbest thing I've ever done in my entire life. My mom uh, had a way of harping on things. So she came in and told me every single night for maybe 10 weeks <laughs> uh, how disappointed she was in me. I somehow managed to still go to this Eagle Scout ceremony. I like I I, I mean, I'm sure they knew about it. I, I, I probably shouldn't have gotten the award after doing that. Right. It was just a right. dumb. But I. I can't, I can't tell you how much that refocused me, rededicated me. I, ch- I chose a new group of friends. They were, it, the friends came along later. Yeah. I lived without friends for a while. Got kind of busy with my synthesizers and my magic and my mathematics. I never um, heard this story, Ben. It was, the, it was the worst, stupidest thing I've ever done in my life and such privilege like that, to steal from a store owner as that, like a 14-year-old. The slap on the wrist you got was, an, an, yes, well, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to go to jail for stealing a slinky, but it, I mean, I had to meet with a security guard. It was, it was the worst night and the worst ensuing morning of my life. And it was a good thing. Like, I, I, I but also good that it happened when you were 14 and not 22. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it happened at the right time and it, 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 it changed my direction in life. Hmm. So a bad decision we learn from too. Oh, hell yeah. I've never made a bad decision, so I'm just trying That's, to put myself that in your shoes. That is wrong. <laughs> no, but I'm trying. I mean, but also, here's the lesson: is that even the, the the decisions you make that are not ideal, you're you're learning from them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think that's important. What bad decisions have I made? I mean, I mean the I've dining made room some... table was terrible. <laughs> it, it, it was the it was the color of now. I do love. The um the the hot mustard sauce that they have for chicken McNuggets. It's the best sauce. You can put French fries in it. You can dip your hamburger in it. I don't even know if they have it anymore. It was just called hot mustard. There's I don't know what's in it. It's the best sauce ever made, and it's the exact color that you decided to make your dining room table out of. And it was like slightly off from the color of the walls and the color of the chairs. It's like you had little different slightly different shades so it was just a real clashy kind of thing going on in there mm-hmm. um, and then oh and the curtains were also slightly different the curtains are still there that i think you got rid of the table and everything was okay wow 
Um, we, we've learned. Yeah. We've learned from this. If you, like, honestly, if you haven't made any bad decisions, you need to make some bad decisions. Sometimes they're fun. I mean, are, do you have like a perfect dating record over there? Oh, no. I no. that's on the record that I made very up until you exclusively dated asshats. Like okay. if you treated me bad, sign me up. You're yeah. gonna cheat on me? Give me your number. Yeah, no, I horrible decisions with dudes. Okay. Yeah. What else? I mean, how about that skin cream you bought? Oh my god. Okay, guys, we're moving on. Anyway, um, she, thanks for uh, listening to our podcast. She, she bought like a okay, triple we're, digit and we're skin done. cream no, was, at okay. a store that had the name on a piece of paper in front of a store name that was an ice cream shop. It was magic. Anyway, love you. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.